Welcome back, Festival Tales fan, to Festival Tales podcast. We are so excited to have you guys today, and thank you so much for tuning in. I am your co-host, Aid from Vibe with Aid. And this is Babs. What's up? What is up, you guys? We got another Monday, and we have another guest today. As you guys can tell from the title, we are super excited to have A-Rod on. We actually have both connected with him last year to bring together the stage, so if you guys didn't already know, Babs and I both have our content separately on the stage, which is a central hub. I'll let A-Rod go more into it, but we really wanted to have him on today to introduce you guys and announce that Festival Tales podcast is now going to be on the stage. So we're super excited to have our content be on there and be with everyone else. And so I'll have A-Rod introduce himself and tell a little bit more about the stage. So welcome to Festival Tales podcast, A-Rod. Thank you guys. It's a really pleasure to be here. I'm super excited for today. Uh, and yeah, uh, my name is Erod. I'm the founder and creative director at Stage Hoppers. If you're a fan of dance music, you probably had your friends spam me, <laughs> spam you with videos from my account um, and really appreciate the community we've been growing there. I kind of started the page back in 2016. Uh, and in 2019, the, the page really started to take off and the community has been expanding very well recently uh, up until the pandemic but i'm really um, honored with everyone kind of trusting me with their videos sharing the videos out with everyone and especially with the stage now coming up uh, collaborating with a lot of creators across uh, podcasts touring festival videos uh, vlogs shufflers and just um, it's been a really great honor with all the content creators trusting me with their content allowing them their content to be on the stage and being able to showcase it to a bigger audience. Yeah, I think it's so awesome. When you came to us, both of us with the idea, we were just like, yeah, this sounds awesome. So if you guys like any of our mm -hmm. content, you will definitely love the other content on there. It's just a great, great way to discover other creators. There's even like artists that have their own content on there. So I think that's super awesome. Um, and so you said that you started that in 20, 2016, you said? Yes, yes. Started yeah. a page in October 2016. Yeah, sweet. Wow, that's um, awesome. And then if you just want to go ahead while we're here and just plug where everyone can find you before we dive in. Yes, across all platforms at Stage Hoppers and our website, the stage is at uh, stagehoppers.com. Sweet. And so with our guests, we'd love to have them share any stories. And so we would love to hear what story you have for us today. Yeah, I think definitely like especially taking a look back where Stage Hoppers started, uh, we'd love to kind of share with you guys the story of my the first festival that I attended. Ooh, a little yeah. throwback story, <laughs> down memory yeah. lane to the first one ever. Definitely, definitely. So taking it back to September <laughs> 2015, Nocturnal Wonderland, um, and at the time, Nocturnal, or, or it is still now at the. Uh, the amphitheater the Glen helen amphitheater which is like beautiful but at the time i think the 2015 edition was the biggest it was uh so it was a great kind of first one to go into and my older sister actually took me to she texted me one day she was like hey you want to go to this festival and at the time like i didn't really have like a music preference i wasn't really into dance music that what didn't really have like a genre that i preferred i just kind of listened to a little bit of everything yeah uh but yeah so 
I sent up like I'm down. Yeah, let's do it. Like I just turned 18 recently, so <laughs> I just got like legal to be able to go. I was like, let's go, let's go. I'll go check it out. Um, and I remember kind of walking into the festival, and as you walk in that uh, the beautiful amphitheater there, you see like the mountain range in the background as the sun's kind of starting to set. It's like one of the most beautiful scenes. Uh, and yeah, so we kind of started. Uh, it was my first time rolling there as well. Uh, so kind of going into it, I remember <laughs> it always makes it, makes it more memorable. <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah, it's definitely the best way, especially at the sun sunset, kind of seeing those vibes there. Yeah, cool. Hell yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so we yes uh, we started that journey, and I remember our first like everyone's like I was looking around, our whole group was like dancing and stuff, and they were like, they're like, oh, do you feel it yet? Do you feel it yet? And I'm like, no, like. I mean, I'm really excited, but like, I feel like I feel like that's just me being excited. I don't know. I don't know if I feel it. And they're all kind of just like vibing, bumping. I was like, all right, well, I guess like we'll give us some more time. I'll, I'll try not to think about it. Uh, like an hour goes by, and like they're like, oh, do you feel it? Yeah. I'm like, no, still nothing. And so I was like, all right, everyone, everyone, quiet down. Like, let me let me think. So I remember kind of uh, <laughs> let me think about it. The, the main, the it's kind of like the second. It wasn't the main stage. I think it was the kind of second biggest stage was on the hill so i remember kind of sitting down on the grass hill putting my arms back kind of looking at the scene i like closed my eyes and i was like i just kind of like closed my eyes bump into the music and all of a sudden i just feel like this like euphoric feeling just like coming like all yeah. over my body and i was like <laughs> i like open my eyes and i'm like all right i feel it <laughs> like, my whole group just kind of starts like grabbing my hands They're like all right dance 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 so i just started like dancing and i'm like oh Aww. my god like, this is like the best thing ever uh yes that's and an exciting group though they got you like pumped yeah. they were like making sure you were good they're like you feel it you feel it and you're like no and then when you felt it, they were like all right let's go we're like, let's get pumped yeah. like, <laughs> that's exactly. signs of a good group to go yeah. with good, good rave fam good rave fam definitely yeah shout out to nicole and joel uh they've been raving for a long time so i think definitely going being with the group that i was made it even more special because they were all about plur uh they had like candy all over so they really kind of like taught me the ways how to be a good raver and how to kind of like spread love and like spread great energy so that was just like a perfect way to start it out and i remember kind of as the night like went on and kind of watching the sunset was like the most beautiful thing and uh yeah, so as the night's kind of setting, like bingo players back, and then right after it was like knife party. Oh my god! I was getting like a bunch of like Damn. different sounds coming through, and just different <laughs> energy. Uh, different sounds, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. I look like like your first festival. You're like, I have no idea what this music is. Like, <laughs> like exactly, what is going yeah. on? It was definitely like hard to kind of, uh, like especially thinking back to. I don't remember there being like a separation between the artists. Just kind of remember one flow. And it just like just 100%. blast until like Diora was like one artist uh, who I knew like just I knew the name I think five more hours came out like around that time yeah. uh, so that was just like the one artist I was like oh I want to see him and like Diora just like I think it's now been like a tradition for him to kind of play a nocturnal and he always does like a big set there so that was uh, it was a really blast like seeing him there and. I think at the end of the night, Alesso played, but uh, mm -hmm. that was actually like, I think a little bit into it, we, we had to leave. And I remember my sister kind of turning to me and saying, hey, uh, like it's time for us to go. 
and like so sad like i hadn't like no, i had really had like no idea what time it was or like what was going on like i looked at it i was like no like what do you mean like i don't want this night to end <laughs> uh, <laughs> it have to end uh, and she was kind of telling me she's like yeah uh but it's like it's multiple nights and so like and we'll come back soon i was like what like we can this is three days like we could have done this three days and she's like yeah like people sleep here and people camp here i was like what like i love this <laughs> like can we come back um so i remember i took some videos while i was there i took a gopro with me and at the time i had an iphone 5 uh obviously the video quality of phones and like gopros wasn't nowhere near what it is right now but i remember like after the, the festival was over i went kind of back to my group of friends and I just like had these videos and like I was very attached to them because they were like the only memories that I, I had. Um, right. <laughs> and I would watch them, I would kind of feel that same energy, like that same excitement from the videos. And at first I was like showing to my friends, I was like telling them every like all about, I was like, guys, like you wouldn't believe me. Like it was a crazy <laughs> thing I experienced. Like it was such crazy energy. Uh, check out these videos and like showing them on like a small iPhone 5 screen, like like yeah. really bad video, shaky videos. And they would just kind of like look at it and like they would try to be nice and be like, oh yeah, that's sick, that's sick. But like it was, you know, it's very hard to describe, especially for people who like don't know, like don't know the feeling. Um, so it was kind of like at that time where I kind of started seeing the attachment I was getting to these videos. And like mm. next event that I went to, I like made sure to kind of Get better videos that I could watch later, and it got to the point where I was like, "Well, I want to uh, showcase these videos, and I want to like share other people's videos as well. I want to kind of create something that like people can like send in their videos and share it with each other, and like, like create a community around it, which is kind of the seeds that basically de what developed into Stage Hoppers, and and that's kind of yeah, that's how everything started." Wow, what a full circle moment. <laughs> I love it. I love the video taking. That's how like uh that's how I am too. Like that's how I got into it a lot too, is was posting videos. And that's how I started my page too, was like videos and stuff like that. So I can definitely relate with that one. Uh the videos yeah, when you're and I don't know about you uh you they rod black I felt like I was the only one in the group taking the videos. So like when not only was I showing my friends who didn't go to the festival, I was like re-showing my friends that were at the festival with me because they were like, oh, I don't have that. Oh, I don't have that. And then I'm sharing them my photo, my videos and they're like, they all have the videos I take now. And they look back on them and they're like, oh, I, did, I can't believe you got this on tape. You know, like that. And that feeling like you get on tape, you're like, yeah, I did it. I got it on tape. <laughs> like, I knew. Yeah. Our Ray fam had a, we have an iCloud album. So like oh, when we all go to a festival together, we would just like drop it into the iCloud because like if one of us missed a song, someone else got that song or like something like that. So that's what that reminded me of. But I, I was laughing too because like I'm pretty sure all my videos when I first started going to festivals and raves were the absolute worst. But like I thought that they were some of the best videos ever. <laughs> but they're like shaky, like people are in the way, like I don't even have it all the way up, like it's definitely like, like it, I've, i think i've developed a skill of like being able to dance and like hold the yeah. camera steady at the same time that's definitely like something i think as you go you just get better at no 100 percent. that's so funny so you guys only went nocturnal that one night or did you go back the next night yes no so i think it we was just, just a one day one ticket night. yeah and then the next basically after that i was like like i was like i thought it would be like you know like we have to wait another year before we yeah. got to like, experience something like that i was like oh man like 
when it's just like we gotta wait a year like that's gonna suck like i want to go to another one now <laughs> and then since i didn't know you know i didn't even know what insomniac yeah. was at the time uh and then my sister's like oh no like you know there's like another one coming up in like a month and they basically have these like all the time it's just like the scale is like a little different but you know there's like a bunch available um so i was like i just kind of fell in love with that world and like fell in love with the music take like a d- deep dive into it and at the time i didn't really have like a preferred genre of music so that was mm-hmm. when i really fell in love with dance music and it became kind of like the genre of music that i really loved and i really enjoyed so i just took like a deep dive and like yeah i was very excited by it who are your some of your favorite artists at the moment uh it's always switching up but uh some zoo bob moses mm. uh olympic aries uh camel fat love uh, camel fat yeah, some Tame Impala as well. A little more on the rock scene. Some Portugal the Man. Yeah. Um, Those are good. And, but, but yeah, I think. Those what are was that I, third I, one I, you said? Operational Air. Uh, Olympic Aries. Oh, Olympic Aries. That's yes, what you said. Yeah. <laughs> I got that so wrong. What yeah, type is what type of subgenre is that one? It's electro pop, I believe. Okay. Not, yeah. I'll have to look into that. I'm gonna, one. Yeah, I yeah, give that a look. I haven't send them over. Oh, for sure. I'm I'm definitely looking at that. Um, it your festival story is so similar to mine in the fact that like I also for my first festival went for just the first like one day. Like I only went one day out of the whole thing. So that's something that I again same. I can connect on that. Where I'm like, shoot, like I remember being the same thing. Like, dang, it's over. Like I can't do this again. And then finding out like, no, oh, there's another one in a couple months. It's the same exact feeling of like. And I don't know about you. Like when I woke up the next day, I was like obviously a little out of it, but I also was like all right guys so like when's this next one like what's this next one's plan and i remember for us it was edc orlando and i remember we bought our tickets like literally within that week we were like all right we're going like it's happening like all my whole group was like we're going like we're it's just happening now and that's how like my rave fam as well started that's so funny mine was like the opposite (laughs) i think i've talked about the story on festival tales before but Mine was so my first one was an absolute shit show and I talk about it all the time. But that was like <laughs> I still had fun, but I had to take care of someone the whole time. I left early. Like it was just not the vibes I was expecting. But I was like, you know what? Like I want to give it another try. Like I need to give it another go. And so I went to Mad Decent Block Party and then um I was like, Oh well, I don't know when the next one is. And so the next one wasn't until Decadence, Arizona. So I had to like give it another go. And that one was two days. And then after that, I was like, okay, I like this. This is a lot more fun. That was a way, that was like a similar experience to your first one. So I was like, that's what I consider my first one. I try and like consider that one. Cause that was like 10 out of 10 experience. I feel like when, uh, like after Nocturnal, like kind of like the feeling that I felt was like, it feels like you're, you just find out about like a little secret. It's like, yeah. it's like a whole like <laughs> little secret world that like exists that's like, insanely fun but like not that many people know about it for some reason especially <laughs> when like the, once you get into it yeah like especially when the majority of your friends at the time when you first go aren't into that i'm like i don't know like if that's how your group of friends was like you said you went with your sister i went with some friends that like i was friends with but i wasn't like as close as i was with my other boys at the time and like i remember going with them and i was like they just were instantaneously like my new friend group like we were like oh yeah we're all going to these we're gonna keep going to these and the other guys, I would, like, show them the videos and, you know, come back and be like, oh, we did this, this, and this. And they were like, 
bro, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> like there was no way to like explain to them how much fun I was having. And then like they, like I've even tried to get some of them to go to festivals. Some of them still don't go to festivals. So it's like, yeah, we're like, you know, now it's like reverse. Like now I like hang out with the festival squad more than I hang out with like the other guys. But it's so funny to me, like when you try to explain that stuff to people who don't go to festivals and how like they, they think they have this understanding of it, but they like really like, they, they don't, they don't. Like it's just something like, I've always said this, it's something like everyone should experience at least once. Not saying you have to be like hooked and go every time like I want to go and you have to be like me and start going to all these festivals, but like no, like go to one with people you know and people that are going to have a fun time with and experience it once, just one time and then if you like it a lot, you go again. If you don't, you don't. Like it's that simple, but to not experience it to me is like mind-boggling. Like why you're not going to like I'm just I don't understand it. Like how have you not gone to a, like how have you not gone to a festival people? <laughs> yeah, I think that's honestly why I got into like creating content cuz I was just like let's just show it to other people and like make it not seem like it's this intimidating, scary kind of thing, you know? Cuz that's what it yeah. is for some people. They just see like surface level kind of stuff. So that's what I've at least with like showing the content. I'm sure with A-Rod showing those videos of like you know, this is what it's actually like and that kind of stuff too. But I totally agree, Babs. Like people should at least just give it one chance. And if you don't like it, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it can be one and done. I've had a friend that came once. He was like, okay, I'll check it out. Came, went to the two-day festival. was like, you know, I did have a fun time, but just something I'm not going to spend my money on that much. Like maybe yeah. here and there, you know, if I'm feeling it, but not not something I'm going to that much. Yeah, for sure. Um, A-Rod, what's your favorite festival you've been to? Definitely, uh, so far, I would say EDC for me. I have not been to Electric Forest or Ultra yet. Uh, so within the ones in the U.S., um, EDC, just because for me, I feel like even if I do go to Electric Forest, I would still a little bit prefer uh, EDC just because I love the big production experience of it. Obviously, with stage hoppers, I'm more, more so focused on the big yeah. production side of things. But um, I just love like the over-the-top, like massive stages and just all the lights everywhere. What years yeah. have you gone to Vegas? Uh, I'm sorry, one moment. I think my screen froze for a second. Sorry, my back. No, you're good. Yeah, you're good uh, on you're our good. end. You're good on our end, yeah. <laughs> sorry, what was the question? Oh, I asked uh, which, uh, what years have you gone to Vegas? Vegas, I've gone every year since 2016. Oh, hell yeah. Funny enough, kind of since 2016 was the – uh, first year that I started raving, I got Coachella tickets that year. Mm. And I got Coachella tickets, but I was already kind of starting to go to a uh, few like uh, raves and stuff that year. Me and my sister both got Coachella tickets and we we're going to go together with some other friends. But at one point, I kind of like, once we got our tickets, I talked to her and I was like, hey, like we're, yeah, Coachella is awesome. The lineup looks awesome. But I was like, we're going to all these electronic events. I was like, why not sell our tickets and go to EDC instead? Because I feel like we'll just enjoy that more. And she was like, yeah, like, let's do it. Like, I'm down. So we sold our Coachella tickets, hey. got EDC, booked the hotel, and wow. got stuck in the parking lot for a couple hours. <laughs> oh, that's how it goes for sure. Classic. <laughs> I went 2017 and 2018. And 2017 was the shuttles were awful. <laughs> And I'll never forget that. <laughs> and I am 2019 only. A little late bloomer over here compared to you two veterans. But <laughs> Do you have tickets for EDC if it happens this year? 
Yes, I do. Yeah, I've held on to basically like all tickets that I bought before the pandemic started. Yeah. I was like, I was like, at this point, I don't even remember what tickets I bought. I was like, it'll just be a surprise <laughs> at this point once I get. Hopefully, they'll send me email notifications. Uh, but yeah, I'm. I was like, I'll, I'll end up going no matter what. It's like, I was like, I'm not gonna get a refund. I'll just, I keep yeah. rebook re my hotel, but like, hopefully, the sooner the better. So, yeah. what is your 2021 festival lineup looking like in that case? If it were to happen, if it were all to happen, where are you going? Yeah. What are, what are the ones you uh, got so tickets I, for? Escape. And I know Insomniac, I forgot the name of it, but they just launched up a new house, like that little mini festival. Day trip. Day trip, yeah. So day trip, EDC, and like a couple like smaller shows. I got vintage culture. I was very much so looking forward to vintage culture. It's been like a personal favorite for uh, about like four years. And so fire. I was actually speaking with his like team and everything. Uh, and it was like a week before my birthday. It was in March, I think like 14th that he was going to perform. And it was like, three four days away and then the pandemic basically the uh, lockdown started and i was just like no, no. Four days. <laughs> dang i got carl cox right before lockdown happened oh. here in austin and like it was like that weekend we went in a shelter in place and i was like that was the best night of my life and it was the last night before it, everything happened carl cox would be amazing i still been wanting to see him Oh my gosh, that was my first. So I saw him at Cross, which was also last year, right before the pandemic happened. I saw him for a little bit. And then I was like, well, I already have tickets to see him Austin. So I'll wait for that. And so I saw it. It was four hours, just like dark warehouse techno vibes. It was so good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how he should be experienced. That's, yeah. That's how... <laughs> uh, Jacob, are you in Orlando? Um, I'm based out of Tampa. So close, okay. very close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go to EDC or Orlando. I've gone every year since I've started. Yeah, craving. I'll definitely have to come visit you and go to EDC oh, Orlando. Dude, together. you got a place. Really you got a place. You got a place to stay. You, get, you both do. <laughs> Appreciate Absolutely. That. Um, the, last year, the, did you go last year? Uh, setup looked insane this, this year for the 2019 I think EDC I've, Orlando. I've said it on my podcast. I probably have said it here too. The last year's EDC Orlando was by far the best year I've been to. And I've talked to other people that have gone prior to when I went. I've only gone the last four years, three, four years. You got to think about that one. I think three. But, um, and it was just by far the best. Like the best curated, the best. They redid the whole setup. They moved circuit grounds to where the main stage was. They moved main stage to where circuit ground was. And it just made, like it It just looked better. It just the the stages fit better in those locations than previously. They also had main stage like instead of where Circuit Grounds was last year, they also moved it a little bit and then expanded it. Um, they had bigger stages than before, and then just like more area to like roam it. And yeah, it was just all around better. Like I don't know what it was about 2019 that was just so much better, but it was it was overall yeah. And the circuit ground stage they had was phenomenal. Uh, the, yeah, I uh, saw videos the of honeycombs. it. It looked insane. <laughs> I, don't know what to, I don't know what else to call it, but the honeycomb stage is what I call yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I. That's what it looks like. And they were those. It was sick. The yeah, the screens surrounded by the laser like uh, beams, and then I don't know. I'm horrible at describing it right now, but yeah, you guys know what I'm talking about. You've seen <laughs> you've seen the honeycombs. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, I'm sure Arad's got stuff up on stage hoppers. I'm sure. Yeah, that's like I know he does. Yeah, if not, I'll right send him there. some right now to put up. <laughs> you guys <will> see that? <laughs> um, so what else was on your list for 2021? 
We're gonna go through your uh, list. Think... We're gonna get your AIDS list. We're gonna go through them. Yeah, let's do it. If it I happens, think for yeah. me, that about wraps it. I was really hoping to see Camel Fat right now. I was like, I love uh, their newest album, and I know there so was supposed good. to come in town. Uh, so they were. I was really hoping to get get a chance to see them, but hopefully, when things come back, they could do they could finish up their tour. Yeah, we need to get Babs on the Camel Fat Tech House. I was about to say, I was train. like, I feel so out of the loop right now because I don't know who that is. And I was like, I'm working ah, on I'm it. Just it's something I'm working on. I sent him a house playlist forever ago. I need to send him another one. Um, but yeah, we're working on getting him on the house stuff. Um, oh, Babs, it looks like you're screaming. I was, yeah, I hit the wrong button. I apologize. It's okay. <laughs> just letting you know. It's there back. you go. I know. I saw it. I was um, like, oh, I hit the wrong one. My schedule, uh, I only carried over Electric Forest and Coachella. So whenever those happen, I will be there. Um, I will be most likely at Abu Dhabi if that happens here in Texas. They're doing like limited capacity. I think that one's good. I think that one might happen just because we are in Texas. Um, So we'll see. And then if EDC doesn't happen, um, well, if EDC does happen, you might catch me there. If it doesn't happen, Seismic Dance Event is a house and techno event here in Austin. So I might be at that one. So we'll see. Big house. And then, uh, big house heads over here. Big house head big over house here. Head and then <laughs> otherwise, I don't know. I guess we'll just see where the one takes me. I'm such a planner that after 2020, I was like, I'm not going to be this devoted to like having a built out schedule. Like I'm going to be a late sender to everything just because my heart got broken so much <laughs> that I was just like, I can't, I can't invest myself like this anymore. So like if something happens and people are going, I'm just going to like send it and just go for it. Like whatever. <laughs> like I can't get hurt again. I can't. I no. Can't. My walls are up. They're not coming down. They won't no. come down. They won't come down. I can't do it again. Not this year. <laughs> <laughs> Babs, what's yours? I have got a very long lineup. Um, I got E Forest, EDC Las Vegas, Lost Lands, and then I'm assuming the ones in Florida I'll end up going to as well. Which is, I think, for uh, actually I did buy Forbidden Kingdom, so Forbidden Kingdom, and then EDC Orlando and SMF. I tend to end up going, even if I say I'm not going to. It always happens one way <laughs> or another. So. That's a yeah. I got a stacked lineup. I got to figure out how I'm gonna take off for work all those days. Might just quit my job. The struggle. <laughs> <laughs> how would you? Uh, I've been wondering because I I personally really want to go to Lost Lands. Obviously, like Exigen's been killing it with all aspects of the show. Like the production and everything is out mm-hmm. of this world. The music is great. Uh, but I was like, I'm personally not like the biggest face head. Like I kind of enjoy it from like a set here and there. Uh, but I really want to go to Lost Lands, but I don't know if I could handle like three days so, with like no house techno or nothing. I relate to that so they got, hard. They got a little bit of bass house. So they got a little bit of ghastly, some abstract. They'll get a little mix in. Um, I mean, to be honest, when I first went, I can't remember the reason why we went in my first year. I think a lot of people in my rave fam were into Excision. That's why we went. And I know me, I was not into like heavy, heavy dubstep yet at the time. Um, I was into like maybe some of the more medium people, as I call them, uh, like slander nightmare ish. <laughs> where they play a little bit. They were playing like some trap. They were playing some dubstep at the time. But um, when I went, I absolutely loved it. I mean, it's it's my favorite festival by far. Um, it just the vibes are unmatched. Everyone, the difference between like I've said this before, the difference between like Lost Lands and other festivals, in my opinion, is 
it is strictly bass music and what that is is it's kind of like a very distinct crowd like it's people that really like edm and dubstep like it's not it's not like your edcs where you get a variety of people and not to talk bad about any crowds but like i can say for like edc orlando because i go there every year um it's also like next to one of the biggest universities in the nation ucf and there's a lot of just college students that go because it's right there and they're not necessarily super into dubstep or any of it they're just there going for the festival and they're just kind of you know like your chads and brads quote unquote as everyone says so the dubstep festivals certainly attract people that only like dubstep so you're getting like a very better crowd like that's the one thing i would say is everyone there's super nice the vibes are just amazing and everyone's just there for dubstep so you know like the crowd <laughs> if that makes sense did he sell you on it? Did I sell you? Yeah. I could, I could go on. I could I mean, some more. Yeah, a little bit. Like, that is what I was expecting. Obviously, being with that crowd, like a crowd like that that's very into the music, it will only help bring your energy Yeah, up like, you'll get, like, yeah, you'll like get into, into it. More. And everyone's, like I said, everyone's just so nice about, like, if you're sitting down, people are always helping out. People are always giving water away. You know, they got water bottles are given out and stuff like that. So, it's all around and great, great, great festival. Amazing. You can come, you can come camp with me. You're in. <laughs> I'll save a spot for you. Let's do it. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think that was all we really had today. Was there anything else, Baz, that we wanted to touch on? Um, I wanted to know real quick before we get going what your favorite genre is and maybe your favorite artist. If you can't narrow the artists down, I'll take a top three. <laughs> all right. Uh, favorite genre? Uh, I'll definitely say house and artist-wise it's always changing (laughs) but like zoo is definitely i think one person who's consistently on the top of my list Mm -hmm. so if i had to pick one i would i think i would say zoo yeah i'm really interested to see kind of how his new album will sound i know he's someone who doesn't really like to do the same thing twice uh so i really look forward to kind of see how he's progressing with each album ringo's desert was fantastic uh generation y before that was even like crazier to just uh, it's really hard to compare his albums, like to see which one you like better, because each one just has such a unique vibe to it. Um, but yeah, I'm interested yeah. to see what he sees, what he does next. Did he set a release date yet? Uh, not that I've heard. I think I just saw that he was like teasing it. That's my boyfriend's favorite, so he's also the same way. He's like anticipating that album so much, and I am too. I think I'm a huge fan of Zoo. I think he's great. Yeah, um, did, uh I, I I collect records and I ordered his Generation Y. He did a restock mm-hmm. on it, which I was really surprised by because that, that Generation Y is one of my favorite albums. I never thought I'd be able to get it on vinyl because like it kind of so, released and sold out a long time ago. Um, but yeah, he he's, he he restocked. I was I was lucky enough to get two. Uh, but and then I think that they had supply problems. So I think I ordered it back in april or may but i'm still waiting on it uh, but they did give us like a half they gave us 50 percent money wow back. uh but i'm hoping it gets here too soon because as soon as it gets here i'll be like rocking it all bumping day. it yeah, yeah. fingers crossed <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much for coming on festival tales podcast um like he plugged you guys can find him at stage hoppers on all 
platforms as well as stagehoppers.com to see the stage. Like we said, Festival Tales podcast is now on the stage. So we are super excited to be a part of that family. EDM's hub, EDM central hub. EDM central hub. Yeah. (laughs) So thank you so much, A-Rod, for coming on. Thank you guys for having me. I had a blast. Uh, I hope I get festivals come back as soon as possible so we all get to party together and listen to some house yeah, music. We'll drop dabs out a little bit. I'll come over. I'll swap. We'll drop them in the house stage. I'll, 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 I'll shuffle over as you house heads <laughs> say. I'll come on over that way. <laughs> yes. Um, and people can also submit videos to you, right? Yes. Yeah. So you could go ahead and uh, if you guys come on the Instagram page, I got Linktree in the bio. They'll give you guys access to everything you might want to see from video submissions to uh, checking out the stage. All the links are right there. Cool. We'll make sure so, to put that in the podcast podcast description for you as well. So cool. Exciting. Thank you once again for coming on, dude. I had a fun time. We had a fun, we had a fun time. Not just me. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Age. <laughs> I didn't mean to speak for you there. Had a great time. We had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Peace. Bye. Thank you guys.